fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify. This is the 40 and 20 podcast with your hosts, Andrew, and my good friend Everett. Here, we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett, how are you? I'm doing well. And that is all. And that's all? Yeah. Okay. How are you? Very good. We've got some Pendleton Midnight sitting in front of us. Yeah. Sent, Sent to us by a fan of the show. Yeah. A true fan. A true fan. One of our parents. <laughs> uh, good, man. I, uh, I Well, obviously, it's it's Monday night. We usually record on Sundays, but I texted you yesterday afternoon kind of pleading, like, can we please record tomorrow? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I was hanging recessed lights, and I installed... So I have two banks installed, and... I get the first bank installed, light, run the light switch, it works, there's no fire, there's no shorts. I'm like, fuck yeah, America. I run the second bank, it works, fuck yeah, America. I get my wife back there into the room, be like, look at all these lights I turn on, and only the second bank is working at this point. Oof. And I I could not, and I, I'm like, I'm at a loss, because I, I generally understand running wiring. The challenge when you're running wiring in a house that's already built and has gone through numerous iterations of other people doing work on it is people don't always schematic things in ways that make sense. Like they run, they they run wire in in like just the way they decided to. And and my maybe my house in particular, there has been a lot of shortcuts that I've uncovered, and. Rather than try to troubleshoot it last night anymore, I just gave up. Thought about all the things that I could have potentially done wrong, and just just gave it up. I had just no more, no more to give for the day. So yeah, that's it. That's it for the day. Yeah. No, no more wiring will be done today. So I fixed it this morning. It was a, a pretty minor. Was, was it the kind of thing you like? Sort of turned it back on in the morning. And you were like, okay, do this again, make it right, and then it was just like, okay, I got it. I, I no, so I. Went in this morning and I was like, all right, we're just going to start troubleshooting like I would any other fault because this worked. So I started at the power source and up over the course of running the second bank of lights, I had jarred loose the the wiring in the first bank. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. But rather, because if, if I'd have tried to do that last night, I would have been cutting wires and splicing shit together just oh, to right. solve the Sometimes problem. it's better just to sort of yep. take a breath. Yep. So take a breath, have a beer. That's exactly what I did. So this morning, got it working. All my lights are up. That room is put together. I still have to do some trim work from a previous project where I did some damage to some trim. But as it stands, my room is complete. Fantastic. I feel good about it. Fantastic. That's a really wonderful feeling. It is. So I'm still a little bit riding the high of accomplishment today. And I- Pendleton Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and opium because why not you know Cause, america because why not you know oxy's cheap it, very i don't think it is I, I don't think any drugs are cheap that's the yeah. crazy part that's why you gotta like break into people's cars and steal their sunglasses and shit drugs are expensive yeah yeah i can't afford that habit <laughs> i have a mortgage <laughs> right. <laughs> right yeah no i've been i've been i've been good uh you, you know weekends have just been nice weekends have been nice i've been really owning weekends and not just me but the family we've just been really owning weekends which is you 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 know i say that uh as opposed to you know letting the weekends just sort of happen uh we've been really deliberate about you know a downtime b active time you know what what are we doing today Mm -hmm. um but you know also also like i said downtime right really sort of owning downtime and being deliberate about it, and uh, it's been nice. You, you, you know, I find that the more productive I am Monday through Friday, right? As a, as an owner, uh, as a business owner, if I don't, if you know, if I don't work, you know, my my income is a direct a direct feedback of my productivity in any given month. Um, you, you know, there's some, there's some friction in between me and the money. Right. But, uh, so when I'm, when I go in, when I go into work and I spend, you know, 
five, six, seven hours working on a daily basis. And then I come home, a, a bunch of things happen. One, you, you know, my, my list, you know, unless, unless shit's just crazy, which happens sometimes, but my list is sort of gotten smaller, you hopefully, or, or at least not gotten bigger. Right. Um, and, and I, I'm owning that list, right? Uh, I, I know what's on there. I've sort of, you know, of course stuff gets pushed and stuff gets moved, but I, I at least have ownership over it versus, you know, sometimes I go in and I just don't get anything done and I don't even look at my list and then the list kind of morphs and I'm not tracking it. So anyway, all that to say, just being deliberate about the, about my goings on makes me so, uh, uh, at peace yeah it's real it's almost relaxing i mean it makes it, it makes your to-do list look a lot more manageable you, you know and it and it makes the it, it makes the sort of in between times you, you know it's really hard to relax when you don't know what you're not doing yep uh if that makes sense i get really stressed out when i when i don't know so it's you, you know i can i can not think about it but it's i'm just it's not, always in the back of your head. Uh, that's right. I, yeah. I, I'm not thinking about it, but I'm but I'm actively not thinking about it versus, you know, really able to just leave it. So yeah, it's been good. Uh, work has been deliberate. Uh, downtime has been deliberate, and I've really had a good disconnect. Which is so that's such an intangible sort of uh, ambiguous thing to talk about, but it's really I've had this just very whole uh, and, and structured feeling to my life, which has been nice. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Also, I saw on eBay today. Oh boy. I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I wouldn't I would I would wait until after the bidding is complete. I am just gonna say. I am just gonna say I saw a thing on eBay today that is perfect. Perfect. And it made me excited. It made me excited. It was it's the type of thing that, you know, time will tell and who knows, but I was it was just this like, ooh. Ooh. And so I'm not going to make the mistake that I sometimes make, which is to just put my bid in. You know, well, I I'm willing to pay up to this, so I'm just going to put that in because then you know, you're Then you could lead. overpay. You, it, it, it you know, bidders are like steelhead too, you know. If you continue to dangle something in front of them, they'll get irritated and bite. So And if you dangle something up for me, I'm going for it. That's right. So I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right. I may even I may even pay a sniper sniping service. Oh, yeah. I think that's a thing you can do. I say that I say that like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I have zero clue what that means or how to effectuate that. And if it doesn't <laughs> exist already, we could build one. Yeah. My full time job. I'll just sit on eBay on your behalf <laughs> and just add the add whatever the minimum additional bid amount is i think you i well I, like i said i don't have any clue i think you need like some sort of automated thing to do it i think we we can find somebody to do that yeah somebody if you have a sniping service uh, uh when we publish so we'll publish thursday yeah, it, it'll still be it'll still it'll still be up so, so next week when we'll talk about what it, what happened and and the results right i right. did a thing today tell me i, I bought a q timex <gasps> Bum, bum, bum. There is no Timex Now option uh, available through online ordering, so I do have to wait three to six business days to get this thing in my hands. But there is a Q Timex addressed to me and on its way, sort of, to my home. I'm pretty excited about it. And on, I, it was on a, its way, sort of. I like yeah, it. I, I was a little impulsive. Uh, I was was building out my list for today's topic. And saw it, and I saw in stock 179 money. I said, you know what? You work hard. <laughs> I have you, 179 money. You, you deserve this. So I, I purchased a Q Timex today in the OG coloring. I didn't get the blue and gold, even though I, I went back and forth a couple times trying to decide. I did go the Pepsi. So I'm excited. I think it's a great choice. You know, uh, a lot of people are talking about this new automatic Q Timex. Uh, not Q Timex, obviously, yeah, right. because... Q, yeah. Anyway, A Timex. What is it called? M Timex. M? Oh, I don't M, know. M. Probably the Timex M. Or I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't. M79, M. That's not an M. No. 69. Mm, perhaps. Whatever. The new one, the black one with mm -hmm. the, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
when that came out, uh, people were kind of down on it. You know, oh, it's a little bigger. The bezel's fat and ugly. It's a Miyota 8000. And I was like, eh, people fucking suck. People, Meanwhile, people went fucking berserk over the Q Timex. Everybody hates everything. But then I started, you know, then I, I watched Adrian's video, uh, Barker Jack's video on it. And I was like, hey, he makes some good points. And then I and then I read a little bit more and I listened to somebody talk about it on their Timex. It must have been Scottish Watches. Who was it that talked about it? Somebody talked about it. I was like, yeah, I'm convinced. That's a turd. Uh, it, it's a turd. I, I think that I... Yeah, Timex is dipping their foot back in the in the real mechanical world, and that they might are. have just been a bust for them. They, they are because they're going to have it, some bombs this year, it, as we predicted. They're going to they're going to fucking blow it up this year. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think that's right. And, and like with any big company, they're going to release some turds. Oh, they have to. That's this, their job. This one's a turd. Yeah, it, they got to stop fucking releasing Miyota eight thousand. I I don't know, man. The, the Miyota eight thousand is such a turd. 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 Heard. They'll get there. They'll catch up to the market. Most people don't care, though. the 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 market, yeah. the the segment of the market that cares, it's like is not who they're they're fishing after. Twelve people. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all of our listeners. Right, right. You, you know. Oh, oh. I was it the so, well, uh, not even all of our listeners because our parents are listeners. So right, <laughs> some of our listeners. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, we're talking about watches. We are. We're talking about watches today. Uh, this is an episode that people have asked for. It is. It's an episode that people have asked for. This is, we're going to revisit our objectively best watch rubric uh, to determine the objectively best dive watch 40 and 20 style. So, reminder. Yep, here it is. Here's the rubric. We developed a rubric for determining the objectively best watch and it's trademarked and it's tm yep tm uh and so that rubric has some elements to it that rubric has some elements to it so the elements are one well it's a rubric it obviously has elements Water, water resistance. One water resistance. So w- this is an interesting score. Uh, so so water resistance is out of eleven. Yep. Out of 11, and that's not a spinal tap reference, uh, but it is rather um, it is rather a, an indication that water resistance over a hundred over a hundred meters for most people for the way we wear watches and the way most people wear watches, water resistance over a hundred meters is by and large diminishing return diminishing returns. So one point for every 10 meters of water resistance up to 110 meters of water resistance, which I've never seen a watch that has 110 meters. Um, maybe. I don't know why why we chose that. <laughs> I think it just made sense to us. We were like, this makes sense, right? Yeah. So 100 meters of water resistance is a 10. Anything greater than 100 is 11. Piece of cake, right? 50 is a 5. Ten makes sense. Is 10 is 1. Size, size. Now we changed this up for this uh, mm-hmm. because we realized there's maybe a problem with our size score. It used to be that a 39 millimeter watch was a perfect score of a 10, and then for every millimeter, no, for every half a millimeter away from 39, you lost a point. But what we found is we need a little grace there. We need a little right. squish. That's right. We we were we were both. Especially today, we're talking about dive watches, the objectively best dive watch. And we we decided, you know, some of these watches are getting, A, penalized unnecessarily, mm-hmm. and B, excessively penalized, right? So, you know... The SKX was the was the, the best example that we could come up with today. That's right. That's right. It, you know, there's no reason for that to be getting a two or, or a four or whatever They're it was a, it got. He's getting a four. So, so what we did, we, we kept the scoring the scoring system the same but we widened the 10 so now instead of just a 39 millimeter watch getting a 10 anything between 38 and a half and 40 and a half mm-hmm. case width case width with case width which we know that's not the be all end all but any anything between 38 and a half and 40 and a half is a 10 and then as you go away from that by half millimeter increments you lose a point movement Simple enough. Movement out of ten, uh, out of ten points. Uh, yeah. What What do we think of the movement? Shoes, shoes. This is Andrew's uh, name for this category, but strap, bracelet. Uh, again, out of ten. Aesthetics or look. 
uh, out of 10. That inherently subjective, you guys. This is a... <laughs> uh, durability, out of 10. Loom. With the durability. So both yeah. the durability and aesthetic, those, those are, I think, our two most subjective categories. Sure. Um, and I, what I've found is I have incorporated the versatility of the watch and the in the way of durability the, the like am i willing to wear this watch to turn a wrench swing a hammer or go to work mm-hmm. and we noticed w- when we did i can't remember what watch it was i think it was just our objectively best watch mm-hmm. that plastic watches plastic painted watches you were scoring higher than i was cuz i don't give a fuck about smashing those up and you know that's gr- that's super durable and i thought well but if you if you wear them they're going to get scratched and look ugly so it's not durable so uh some flex there that that, that creates resin patina right <laughs> <laughs> loom out of 5 and then, and then a miscellaneous slash X factor out of five. That's obviously very objective, uh, super objective. That is the most <laughs> scientifically measurable category in this. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, Andrew, do we we've got some we've got some sort of honorable mentions. Well, first we should probably announce what we're doing. We're doing the objectively best dive watch under five hundred money. Oh yeah, did I not? I, that's, you I sort did. of mentioned it, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know we were talking about the rubric, and now we're going to announce our episode. For the illiterates out there, please. The objectively best dive watch for under under five hundred money. F- five hundred or under, yeah. Because five hundred would, would count, right? Yeah, but five hundred one. I cheated a little bit, Ooh. a little bit. But now it's, we it's, know it's going to be an honorable mention. Okay, because it didn't it didn't score as well as I was hoping it would. And with this rubric, I find that I'm I'm surprised by some of the watches that do really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I look at it against watches, maybe watches that I don't like as much. And and I look at watch a watch that I do like. I'm like, how am I gonna fudge this to make it score better? Because I like this watch better. And that's that's the the beauty of the objectively best scoring rubric <laughs> is that if you want it to be better, you just give it more points. No, I just look at it and be like, oh, I guess it's not objectively as good as this watch. Yeah. Even though I like it more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> It just gets it just gets maxed out X factor points. Uh, yeah, that's right. You max it out on X factor. That's yeah. really you know and, and aesthetics, right? Which is you know, for instance, my my only perfect scores on looks and X factor are the SKX. Yeah, you know, my only perfect X factor score is the SKX, and it's because of the lore that is associated with it. It's just it, it is the X factor, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the heraldry. Right? It's a golden buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So. Do you want to do the Anners honors Anners? The Anners? Do you want to do the Anners and talk about Who's he? <laughs> you're you're considering though. Yeah, I mean I'm open. Okay. Talk, let's talk about Seiko SKX, okay. Orient Kamasumeko, and Invicta Pro Diver. Let, we're gonna get those out of the way right now. So we have three watches that we need to talk about. Two of them we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. They both scored in our top tens. Mm-hmm. Uh in fact, the SKX is in both of our top fives. Um, but we're not going to devote... Uh, the SKX isn't in your top five? No, it's seven. Oh, yeah. well, it's in it's my seven. top five. So regardless of that, we're not going to devote much time, if any, beyond this, to the Orient Mako Ray Kamasu family, the SKX, or the Invicta Pro Diver. But we do need to say the... Orient Mako is coming in at 120 money. The Kamasu is relatively the same amount. The Ray is in the same amount. And and this watch at 120 bucks on my my scoring lands at a 62. Ev, what's it land at for you? Which one? The Orient. The Orient. I've got that at a 53. So uh, we've got some pretty big. That's, that's a, pretty a disparity big. there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, where's the Kamasu? The Kamasu struggles in a couple places for me. Uh, it, it, it struggles on uh, size. It, it struggles a little bit on movement uh, and bracelet. It, okay. um, and bracelet. It really mm-hmm. struggles on bracelet for me. And But that being said, this is a objectively very high-scoring watch. As if we look at that, the 60s are... Uh, the, the Sarb comes in at, what, a 66? 64, 66. Yeah, something like for, that. For you. Uh, the Speedy comes in at like a 62, 63 neighborhood. So we're looking at objectively, the way it's specced, the way the way we like these watches, 
scoring very similar to some very spendy watches and coming in at very reasonable prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, SKX is in the same category, but now might not be the time to be buying an SKX because they're ringing at about 350 360 bucks on a bracelet, even though the SKX is absolutely terrific. Uh, or, I, or counterpoint, this is this is the time. Yeah, yeah, maybe. This is the time. If you want a fucking SKX, they're 350 ish on a bracelet right now. Just don't don't wait. Don't don't wait. If you think you want an SKX. The prices are only going up. They were 200 bucks six months ago. If you want a new SKX, this is probably the time, uh, which is not to say they're never going to get cheaper. We don't know, you know, stock levels or whatever. But so three watches. And, and as you as you listen through here, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. As, as you listen through here, the watches we talk about uh, are different than those watches in some ways mm-hmm. um and, and we sort of uh, we are sort of into special um enthusiast brand watches uh but some people don't some people want a mainstream watch mm-hmm. those three i do sometimes and and so and the invicta pro diver is the is the last one coming in at 78 dollars. dirt cheap awesome watch great specs on it you can change the dial out and you don't have to be rocking the Invicta dial because that's usually what's most offensive to people. And the Instigma or whatever it is, I, I think, um, I think the Pro Drive Pro Diver uh, escapes that a little bit. So, so those three we've talked about them. They are terrific options. Don't don't think for a second that we didn't talk about them in this conversation. That's right. Now we should move on to all the other cool stuff we have to talk about today. Yeah, so uh, we've got some watches that are sort of on our top 10 lists that we're not going to spend a lot of time with just because we, we, this this episode could go two, two and a half hours if we did. Several weeks even. Right. <laughs> but I'll start us off with the Glycine Combat Sub. Ooh, yeah. Glycine Combat Sub. So this came in on my list. I think I have this at about a 59, which is a pretty good score. Um, ranking it at six, so just right off the front page. Um, my highest ranked, uh, big name watch, um, 200, 200 meters of water resistance, 42 millimeters. This has the GL, the caliber GL 224, uh, which is a, which is an ETA. I think it's a 2824, mm-hmm. uh, base. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right on that. I, I don't remember exactly, but C3 loom, Sapphire, uh, legit Swiss watch cool as shit um they you can get them under 500 i found a a bracelet on amazon with sort of a gray bezel gray dial on a bracelet amazon for 498 dollars cutting it close cutting it close and and, is it prime eligible because otherwise you're pushing over okay it was prime yeah it was prime um very neat watch like it love it want it want it Andrew next. Let's let's keep firing. So, uh, first up for me is the Spinnaker Cahill. Spinnaker Cahill. Yeah, I can pull that. I think yeah, pull, pull, pull that because we got because we, we got pictures of it. So, Spinnaker Cahill um, coming in at where's the price? Where did I write it down? Three fifty. Three hundred and fifty money, uh, and it scored for me a. 54, which is is generally where most of these watches landed in the in the mid to high 50s, barring these these top five that are 60, 61, 62, 63. Um, but what I what I really liked about this watch is that it has it's just a little bit different. It's got different, the, yep. the sand textured dial. It's got not quite vintage loom, but kind of edging towards vintage loom. I think. I would prefer the bezel if it had a dive timer and numerals around it rather than just our marker dots to complement the kind of SKX looking dial. But I dig that texture on mm-hmm. the dial so much. It has a very, um, very skin divery feel. It is not quite the level of versatility that I would want out of a watch. This is just a very sporty very weekend after work watch uh also could do without the mercedes hour hand because that's just not something i dig mm-hmm. 500 meters of water resistance though come on yeah just just a cool watch just a f- 
a hundred watch. 150 meters, 500 oh, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's, you yeah. know, I like that. It's got a it's got a glass bezel. I think that's so cool. Super cool. Mm-hmm. So good size. Uh, yeah, yeah. Spinnaker. I I think Spinnaker to me feels a little bit like a mall brand. And when I say mall, I don't mean like fossil or something, because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't feel like that. But I mean more like uh, Gap or Banana Republic, right? It just feels sort of uh frivolous a little bit yeah yeah so that's why I, it's just an honorable mention but worth worth taking a look at if you're look, if you're in the market for a sub 500 diver that's a little bit fun you're looking for a toy you know worth taking a peek at timex navi xl mm-hmm. automatic mm-hmm. timex Navi. so this is a legit automatic dive watch it's from also timex. also a watch we've talked about a couple times now mm-hmm. yeah yeah look at this timex reappearing it's coming it's coming. It's happening. So, uh, what what do, what do we got here? 100 meters of water resistance, uh, 41 millimeters wide, uh, Miyota 8000 movement, which mm-hmm. heard. That's, well, we'll we'll get there with them. We'll forgive them. We'll forgive yeah. them. Very cool watch. I I don't have anything else to say except that if you're looking for this for this dive watch, it's something to look at. And the price on them is what 110, 120? No, a little bit. Uh, 250. Oh, okay. I thought 250. they were a little bit less. And they have that cool hour hand with the the ghost ring with the window. Yeah, yeah that that grabs that hour that grabs that hour marker. Yeah, love yeah. that. What do you got uh, for honorable mention? For honorable mention, my last is going to be the Scarfa Bell Diver One, mm. and this is the watch that I cheated a little bit on because it's expensive. Expensive, but it doesn't have to be. So if you're yeah. if you're just gonna get this on a uh, on a fitted rubber bracelet or a rubber strap, you're you're going to be spending uh, four hundred sixty four money. If you want both the rubber and the bracelet, and these are converted numbers, right, based on the pound. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the dollar's doing really well versus the pound right now. Um, that could change. Yeah, that could change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So buy now. Buy low, buy low, buy low. Uh, but if you want to get the rubber and the bracelet, it's only 518 bucks. Yeah. So uh, that's why I say I cheated a little bit because if I'm going to get this watch, I'm going to get both. I love that fitted rubber, but I, I, I also really want the bracelet. If there's a bracelet option, I'm going to get the bracelet option. Even though I likely won't ever wear the bracelet, I just want it. I want it. Bracelets are kind of like a... Uh, uh, a frivolous thing for me that I, that I just get after. I love the case shape on this watch. The dial design is terrific. It's bold without being ostentatious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dig it. Super great readability. And it's a legit fucking dive watch. And we're talking about the Bell Diver 1 too, mm-hmm. which is which is different than the Diver 1. Mm-hmm. Bell Diver 1 is uh, applied markers. Mm-hmm. Automatic Miyota 9015 killer fucking movement. Uh, I mean, this is a no shit, best in class type watch. Yeah, and you can actually fucking dive in, like like true to form dive in this watch. Made by a diver. Scurfa yeah. watches are are known in the you know well known in the watch world for being just legit AF dive watches. So, uh, great choice. I will say, it bothers me a teensy bit. That it's that no one says, "Hey, this is a sub homage." In my mind, it's it, a total sub homage. It is, but I think what I think what people excuse the the sub homageness is because it's so specifically built for this function, right? And I'm maybe not, maybe I'm the not design sub homage either. Maybe the design cues are there, but be, it stands out in the way of it's such a legit tool watch. Okay, so last last honorable mention, I think, is this our last honorable mention? Uh, Tiso. Yeah, the tits, tits out. Sea <laughs> Star One Thousand. I hate this fucking watch. Actually, I looked at it quite a few times, and I thought about rating it just so I could be like, "Ah, this thing sucks." <laughs> and I was scared that it would do really well, so I didn't. You, you know, it didn't do poorly. It made my top ten. Uh, but you, you know, what, what? Where did this thing come in? So I have this at a fifty-one. I have this thing at a fifty-one. I gave it. I gave it kind of a low score for X Factor because I just don't. I, this brand doesn't excite me. Uh, it's huge. It, it's relatively big. It's not huge, but it's it, it's not Invicta big, but it's big. Uh, and, and I just don't love the way it looks. With that said, it's an automatic Swiss dive watch. It's got that. Uh, it's got that power reserve that eighty. 
that 80 hour power reserve, which I know you were not super into, but I think that is a very, very cool feature. So this got actually one of my highest movement scores. I'd just rather quartz at that point. It just doesn't do it for me. Right. It's just not like, it's just, it's such a, it's not an ad for you. Yeah. It's not an ad for you. Uh, Again, we've talked about this before, but I think for a guy who is a, a one watch guy who maybe doesn't wear a watch on the weekend, the possibility of taking your watch off on Friday, Friday after work and putting it on a Monday morning and not having to screw with it, I think is a really cool, uh, is a really cool thing. But this can't be a one watch. But that's not us. That's not us. No. That's not us. So I think it could be a one watch. I think for lots of guys, lots of American guys, 21st century guys, this could be a one watch. Easy. Pass. Okay, so that is that is our honorable mention list. I think we've covered top ten uh, lists generally, ex- yeah. Ex- and so these are not quite honorable mentions; they're more top ten. They 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 count. Uh, it, it, on on the the other watches that I looked at today were the uh, uh, the Timex Navi Depth, the Q Timex, the Bernhardt Binnacle, and the NWC Diver. Mm-hmm. All, all worth taking a look at. None of them scored exceptionally well, but all, all in the price range we're, we're looking at here. Okay, so on to on to watches. We're going to talk about. We're going to give these just a little bit more less yeah, lip service, and they deserve some love here. Just a little bit more lip service. So, uh, n- number one, or or this is right. You know, we're starting from the bottom. We're going to go up. We're going to yep. finish with the bang. This is mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, I, I think this one was sort of borderline not making the list, but we we like this watch. We really like this company. Uh, this is the Notice Retrospect. Mm-hmm. Caveat: These are out, out of stock until yep. at least March. That that I believe that those that those words were typed in pre Corona, uh, pre Corona terror. So we don't know if if March is still happening or not. We haven't talked to Wes and Colin recently enough, but it's new colors, like two weeks, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Notice Retrospect. What you know. You guys, this is not one of the newest watches in Notice's collection, but it is still a total freaking winner. Yeah. Total winner. 40 and a half millimeters wide, 200 meters of water resistance, NH35, Swiss Super Lomanova C3. What else is there to say? I mean, super attractive sandwich dial. Yeah, I, I love this thing. The, the geometry. Mm-hmm. Of of the dial played with the the geometry of the bezel is just is absolutely killer. The colorways they have available or will have available, also killer. The case shape is money. Mm-hmm. That this is one of the more comfortable watches I think we've ever I've ever worn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love just it. just the the way the lugs hug your wrist without it. it I mean. It felt like they used my wrist as the model to design this case around. They did, didn't they? They used it for something. <laughs> um. uh, yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about this watch before, but uh, I think that I, I think that really why this sort of makes our list to actually talk about versus, um, you, you know, maybe maybe being honorable mention is becomes it comes from a company that is assembling watches here. They're hand regulating these things in four positions. Uh, this is just a known a known quantity, and it's, it's some dudes we you should want to be buying watches from, right? Right. I, I mean, and that's that's sort of I don't know. That's not going to be super important for everybody. It's important for us, but but I think that the reason it's important for us is because we know. What you're going to get in terms of customer service, mm-hmm. uh, what you're going to get in, tor- in terms of attention to assembly mm-hmm. and being put together. I-, I don't think this is a perfect watch. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's got a 22 millimeter lugs, which I don't like. Nope. Um, it has, uh, it- it's got some sort of, I-, I think, bland design elements. I think case side, not super exciting to me. Um, mid case, you know, mm-hmm. the profile, but that's, that's all super subjective, right? Yeah. 
that you know those are things you know if if i had a magic wand what would i fix to make this the perfect Everett watch that does not mean it's not perfect but also the perfect Everett watch doesn't exist the perfect andrew watch doesn't exist if i have a magic wand and just create can create a watch then i'm in this land of like sim city where i'm just keep building and building and building and suddenly i have ten thousand watches and none of them's the perfect watch right. <laughs> this is the perfect tuesday watch like right now my snk on this barton bands raf this, this is this is a perfect monday watch this is so good. Tomorrow, I'm going to look at it and be like, nah, I don't want to wear that. So this is, what is this? The 803? Oh, gosh, I can never remember the... So this is the cream dial SNK. Yeah. Your your case is un, is unmodified, which I actually, when I see it, I'm like, gosh, I wish I had an unmodified SNK. Uh, but this gray RAF Barton band, yeah. it just looks so good on this thing. It's money. This looks like it came off some... Uh, Vietnam or Korean conflict soldiers wrist and wound up in my studio here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I agree with that, but it it looks killer. It's got a, it's got all the but it, like I'm saying, that's that's the perfect watch for today. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow probably not so. True story. Okay, next. This is a watch that did really well for me. And less less not well for so you. Well for me and I was really surprised cuz I I like this brand. I like these watches. But just maybe today they didn't sing to me. Well, and so the and so the watches, the Trasco Freediver, uh, these are coming into stock about the same time as the retrospects will. Uh, and I think we can caveat, which is like right now, nowish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can caveat uh, your low scores with the fact that you just weren't f- super familiar with the watch and some of the things, and so you weren't comfortable. Yeah. scoring as high yep. as I was because your lack of familiarity. Yep, that's part of it. So it, it didn't do well for me in Loom. It didn't do well for me in the bracelet. And reason being is the both the Loom and the bracelet, and this is kind of universal for all the watches that I haven't ever handled in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can, I can read reviews and I can look at pictures and I can say, okay, I believe you that this is a killer bracelet and that the Loom is killer. I believe you that the material they're using on the Loom is right. But until I see it and touch it, I, I can't say it's mm-hmm. terrific. I can say it's probably really good, but that the the bracelet doesn't scream anything special to me. It looks like it's going to be good, but it looks like it could also be like, okay, yeah, this is good. The loom looks like it's going to be good, but maybe it blows out. Maybe it, it, maybe it doesn't hold up. Maybe it's applied sloppy and has a little weird bubble i mean, I don't know we're not saying those things are, are true we're saying those are concerns we I, have with a watch that we're not super yep. familiar so with. i'm i err on the side of caution for yeah. specifically those two categories and i did the opposite i just went whole hog and believed everything everybody said which is that the bracelet on this thing is super dope the clasp on this thing is the, super the dope. clasp is money it without having touched it i can look at it and say they they're doing it right this watch actually reminds me a lot of the notice retrospect. Um, I, I think I, I like the strap size better. I like the profile on this thing just to touch better than the retrospect. Again, super subjective. But for me, um, I like those things just to touch better. This watch is actually super similar, I think, to the combat sub. I think if you're into the combat sub, mm-hmm. this is going to be in that same world. Uh, yeah. You, you know, NH NH thirty five thirty eight. You know, depending on whether or not you want a date or no date. Uh, great brushed and polished transitions, hundred and twenty click, all the normal stuff. BGW nine, two hundred meters, sapphire, solid end links, perlage coating on the on the clasp, right. which is just delicious looking. And if you if you have the attention to do that, like we talked about last week with Orion, if if you care about that. Everything else is going to be right. It, serialized. These things are, are serialized too, which I, I don't know that that's important to me, but that is important to some people. Makes you feel special. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I don't know. Just looking at the profile, I don't think I'm a huge fan of the bezel diameter against the case diameter from the side. I don't know if you can see what I'm talking about here. It almost looks like it might be... From the side, looks like it's small. The bezel? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know that I see that. Yeah, it might have just been the way the angle was. I don't know. <laughs> Buy one, send it to us. Right, we'll take a look. And you will 
You'll settle all my fears. You know, there's a number of brands that we haven't connected with that I feel like we probably should at some point. Um, you know, certainly, uh, certainly, Trasca would be on that list for me. And next up, Laurier. Another brand. Another, another brand, brand we that really need to reach out to. We need to connect with. So, yeah, this is the Laurier Neptune. And there's there's the Hydra is also a dive watch that's very, very, very similar to mm-hmm. this. And I, I, depending on the day, waffle back and forth between which I prefer more in the, in the dive category, whether it be the Hydra or the Neptune. It, it's for me a no-brainer. It's the Neptune. Okay. Over the Hydra, but... Because you have an issue with the dial on the Hydra, don't you? I do. Yeah, I like this maxi style dial. I also really like the font on the bezel of this thing. It's sort of a vintage Art Deco mm-hmm. font. Yep, I like it. I I really like it. And this this scored really well for both of us. Mm-hmm. And this is coming in at what three ninety nine? I think is what they're what they're coming in at. Yeah, four hundred bucks. Yep, four hundred bucks. And everything about this just says super classic skin diver to me. Yep, everything. Yep. Everything. It's all very, very 70s feel without being retro, like kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cheapy retro look. Yeah, it's retro without being cheesy. It, yeah. It, it, you know, I think that the that the white loom. Yeah, and, and maybe that's it. it. It's the white loom, the kind of kind of gilt markers and hands, the... um. The, the whole package it just it feels like this was new in the 70s that's right it, it's not it's not uh a, a brand new but aged watch it's not aged at all it's actually just retro style <clears throat> and we get to do all the aging and that crown mm-hmm. the crown i love those big old fat crowns they look just a touch disproportionate to the case and it's just perfect laurier does a big crown yep. well yeah yep. yeah and they're really finely finished so uh you know just run through the specs on this thing real quick because it's important for what yep, we're doing 30, today. 39 millimeters, uh, 120 click bezel. Oh, I knocked my face. Uh, Super Luminova, killer looking B- bracelet. BGW9, which which I'm a fan of versus yeah. the C3. Yeah. The, and I so I scored this bracelet higher than I scored the Trasca bracelet because I like the way the bracelet looks. Mm-hmm. It stands out. It's different. It's flat that, brushed. Yep. yep that Yeah. So that's what it took for me to do to do better. Uh, acrylic crystal, acrylic crystal on this one, which I dinged it for, but really, that's it, as we've discussed in the show multiple times. That's really not a downgrade. It, it's it, in some ways an upgrade. Uh, you can always polish polish out acrylic. And it's um, domed too. It's a slightly domed acrylic. That's right. It's, it, and it's gorgeous. You know, acrylic. If you've never had an acrylic crystal watch, it's really warm. Mm-hmm. It's really warm looking, not warm to the touch necessarily. Although it is actually it, it warm. can be, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it just looks warm, which is a weird way to describe an aesthetic feature. But that is that is the the feeling you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of a soft with you know you can get it crystal clear, but it still just sort of looks soft without without distorting your view. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Unless you're looking at the Commodersky, which. From, from even a slight angle you're like what the <laughs> what does that thing say yeah uh so yeah this i mean so this was what uh this number four on my list number five on mine with a 60 yeah i've got this thing at a 60 yep mm-hmm. I, i've got this thing tied exactly in terms of score with the retrospect yeah and it is money and this and is just a... behind the free diver on it, my list okay yeah i, I can get behind it this is a brand we don't know a whole lot about. We 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 do need to connect with these folks because they're making their whole lineup is killer. Well, how many times have we talked about the uh, Falcon? The Falcon know, on the show, a couple dozen. You right. know how many times I've almost bought it, and then when I finally went to buy it, it was sold out. Right, dog shit. <laughs> so, so I I think it's time to move on. It's yeah. time to move on to our top two. It, yeah, it, is that right? We have to. Have you done anything else? Did, did we miss anything? Since then, I mean, I poured a little bit more Pendleton. Did, <laughs> did we miss anything else? No. We're, it's just these last two? Yeah, these last two. Okay, so uh, two watches. If, you're, if you've ever listened to the show, you already know what these watches are. Yeah, because uh, we haven't talked about them yet right. today, and you, you know they're coming. Are, are you have a different... you. So these, these two watches tied exactly for me, but got there differently. And they are in exactly the same positions for me. And they're a point different. 
One point different. One point different. One point different. So the two watches, without further ado, the two watches are the Notice Sector Dive and the EMG Nemo. Oh, big shock there. <laughs> these are, you know, we we said it when we had these before we ever rated these things, but we said these are uh, the best entry-level dive watches you can buy. Mm-hmm. We had them both in, in hand at, at some point. We had neither of them in hand now. Wah, wah. Uh, well, um, you don't. Oh, wait, wait. Talk. So, uh... So these are these are the two watches. Nobody should be surprised here that these are our two favorite affordable dive watches, uh, because they are they should be everyone's favorite affordable dive watches. Sorry, Wes and Cullen, I just remembered I forgot to send this thing back. <laughs> it's still in the watch drawer. It's in my it's on my wrist now. I was like, man, I don't think I ever put this thing in the mail. Somebody's gonna be so happy, <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> We're never getting another sample piece again. <laughs> not, so, not from these so guys. So one, one of my favorite parts about this sector dive is the lug-to-lug width, or the lug-to-lug length. It is perfect. It's short without being diminutive. Yeah, it, so it's 47, so it's not really... I mean, but, it's pretty average for the size of watches. But, but it feels perfect. Mm-hmm. It's... It, before I start to gush, because we're starting to run low on time, let's talk about it objectively, because this is the objectively mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. dive watches under five hundred money. Hit me with some stats, because you or some specs, because you have the screen in front of you. Thirty-eight I, millimeter case that that extends out. We talked about this on the show at some point, but it's a thirty-eight millimeter case. It's a thirty-nine millimeter bezel, so the bezel's just slightly proud of the case. Uh, just under thirteen millimeters thick. 47 millimeter lug to lug, 20 millimeter lug, seven and a half millimeter crown. Good, healthy, big, knurled mm-hmm. crown. Uh, NH35. Yep. NH35, double dome, tapered sapphire crystal, blue AR, uh, DLC coated, 120 click. Okay. I found this on Black Friday on Walmart for sapphire crystal. Check it out. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that, but I, something I said excited Siri. She got real pumped, and she's looking for double dome <laughs> sapphire. 150 meters water resistance because this is a skin diver. This yep. is a skin diver. This is not a scuba diving watch. This it's is a, a skin diving watch. Perfect skin diving watch. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful bracelet. H-link bracelet. Mm-hmm. Um, this sort of sector, this this multi-layer sector dial wonderful fonts nothing derivative about the entire watch that's eh, probably not true but uh it, it's it's all put together in a unique novel way with case finishing that is money out it, of this world everything about this watch says notice nothing about this watch when you look at it says oh i can see where they drew from this and where they drew from this this is the kind of watch that future watches will draw from that's right. That's right. I mean, we've talked about this thing so much. Do we need to say more about it? Do we have to give it back? <laughs> we are going to have to give this back. In fact, I bugged these guys about a week ago, and I was like, because they were, they were on their European vacation. So they don't even know. They were on their European travels. And, yeah. I, and I bugged I bugged uh, Wes. I, I assume it was Wes. I actually don't know. They, you know they're like us. They respond. Uh, so one of them responds and the other one definitely doesn't. Right. <laughs> uh, but I said, hey, you know, I, I'm I'm somewhat concerned about our reputation for holding on to watches way too long. Do you guys want me to send this back? And he said, oh, yeah, I'll send. He sent me a shipping label. And I Oopsies. said, <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay, we'll get it in the mail tomorrow. Uh, but yeah. So that's Friday because they won't hear this till Thursday. Right. <laughs> that's right. We get a few extra days. So notice sector dive. Totally lovely. And just listen. Just listen. <laughs> it's, it's so, so anticlimactic. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. So so can the we pictures t- of this are great. Y- you you just won't believe it once you see it in person, though. Y- you won't believe it. It's, you know, the bezel on this thing. The bezel alone. Oh, my gosh. So. The winner. The winner tied for the tied for the win, but but this actually gets a nudge because it was slightly higher, one point higher on your list. Mm-hmm. So the winner, can anyone guess? 
we've already said it. Ready? Call in and guess. <laughs> the EMG, Nemo, our boys, Derek, Eric, and Ed put together a winner here, guys. They, it, they did. It's such an unsung hero, too. Yeah. There's anybody who's touched this watch knows how good it is. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's touched this, but people haven't touched it. I don't think enough people have touched this watch. <laughs> and we had four of them up till about a week ago. I had to send them all back to Michigan. We've had we we've had every colorway. I I have we want, had them all. Yeah, I think we have. I want all of them. Even when you asked me which one's your favorite. I, I had trouble picking. And if you were to ask me again today, I'd have a different favorite. Mm-hmm. I just want I just need them in every color. Or maybe they could send me a bunch of extra dials and I could just pop the dials out rather than having five watches all of the same in just different colorways. Mm-hmm. But onto this, we've got a 40 millimeter case. We've got 20 millimeter lugs. Shocking how much we love that. Mm-hmm. Another 47 lug to lug, 13 height thickness including the domed sapphire crystal. So we're probably looking at like closer to 12 and a half mm-hmm. thickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they could have gotten that down mm-hmm. too. You know, this watch, this mid case was built around an NH 35 and they yep. wound up plugging a nine OS, a Miona nine OS five, which mm-hmm. is I think a, mil, a full millimeter thinner, maybe two millimeters thinner. So they almost certainly could have got this down to, you know, 12, 11 and a half, 12 before the crystal. So crazy small. Cause this watch already wears small. It wears smaller than the sector dive in, yep. in the in the way it feels. Another nice, nicely sized crown. And it, where it really edged out the sector for me was that beads of rice bracelet. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was where that, that's where the point differential really comes in. Is, yeah. is that money beads of rice that it's on. Bas- basically best in class yeah. bracelet. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't love the clasp on this thing. I'll, uh, I'll admit to not loving the clasp on this thing. I do like it, and I and I, it doesn't stand. It's not special to me. It's it is lovely, and I think they did a really good job on the details. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's not special. It's a catalog clasp. Yeah, I, I've told both <clears throat> Eric and uh, I don't think I've ever talked to Derek, but I've talked told both Eric and Ed that I I think that it's a dis, it's a bit of a disservice to the watch. Uh, the clasp is. I mean, you're paying four hundred and fifty dollars for this watch. Yep. How much more can you want, Everett? You're getting selfish right now. I, <laughs> I get to be selfish. I want that McLaren, but I only want to pay eighty four dollars. <laughs> I I, th- I think that they could have done a one off clasp for not much more. Not much more, but you're still going to push over five because these clasps are very well made clasps. I just don't think it fits the aesthetic of the watch. I think you're right about that, but I think you're still going to push north of five at that point. You, you know, if you ask me, if you ask me, I don't want something stamped, but I think something friction and thin. Would I be want perfect. fucking hand forged. That's what I want. All right. And I want hand forged and I want to pay $64. Hand forged Damascus. Yeah. Right. I Look. So my. I, I think they could have done. I think they could have done a, 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 a less substantial clasp that was unique to this watch for about the same price. That's my guess. It's just not the way they operate, right? It's not the way they were, they're doing business. Can I tell you about my favorite part of this watch? No. It's the bezel. I want to keep talking. It's the bezel. Yeah. It's that matte bezel. The insert specifically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the bezel insert. is is. It's such a perfect contrast to the rest of the watch. It's got loomed. The, the mm. writing on it's loomed. Yeah. It's. Do yourselves a favor, y'all. Do EMG a favor. Pick this thing up. You're absolutely not going to regret it. And it's you know it's 450 bucks. It's it's on the spendier side of our of our lineup today. It's worth every penny. Every penny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the details on this thing, the hands are totally stunning. Uh, the markers are fantastic. The loom is great. That white chapter ring is just a great like surface break. Yep. Um, the fonts are good. Uh, the case back is fucking epic. Oh, it's so cool. And the bracelet. That bracelet. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. The profile on this thing is really classic, but also sort of unique. It's got that UFO style mm-hmm. um, bezel crystal relief. Uh, yeah. 
So well, I'm curious. I'm curious about something between the sector dive and the EMG Nemo. Where were your sort of deltas in terms of uh, ranking? Uh, so the the delta was uh, the Nemo picked up two points in the bracelet, but it lost a point in the aesthetic. Uh huh. So it 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 gained one point. Okay. That's interesting. So I have it aesthetic. I have it ranked just above the notice. And that's not because I think the notice is bad looking. It's because I prefer the more classic looks. I gave this a mm-hmm. perfect 10 on aesthetics. It only it, it only got an 8 for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I think the... So part of the reason it got an 8 was that I could do without domed crystal. Okay. Uh, and the... Uh, The, the matted insert felt a little bit less refined than the way the uh, the sector looks. The sector is just a touch more refined to me, even though the colorways are a little bit different. It just it feels just a just a touch less dressy, just a, just a touch more sporty. If that's you will. that's funny. We came at this the same the same direction, but but ended up on different sides. Um, I, I gave the Nemo um, a bump on movement. Mm-hmm. Because the 90s five is, I think, a better movement uh, than than the NH thirty five. Although it's I, very very close. They both got a nine for me on that. I gave the sector a bump on durability, uh, and I think that the sector is going. And the reason I did that, I think the sector is just going to wear better over time. I think the NH thirty five. Or excuse me, I think the EMG Nemo is going to get bumped up and banged in a little bit less aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing uh, manner than the than the Nemo, because that dome or, or than the Sector. Excuse me. I also think that the Sector is just cooler. I think it's a little bit cooler, so not quite as attractive, but cooler. Yeah, no, but I cooler. Think you're right, because it's it's a much more modern take on on the skin diver. Very much. Yeah, very much so. And I, th- I think w- what we're looking at is the is a classic interpretation of a skin diver versus a modern reinterpretation, and they both they both hit it out of the park. All right, other things, Andrew. So I have a notice uh, sector dive watch <laughs> here in my hand, and I uh, absolutely love it. Um, so my other thing for the week is is something that I didn't realize existed and and because of that it it has actually um I've been kicking this oh gosh, I have a dad joke. Are you ready? Yeah. I've been kicking this can down the road for quite some time and it's because I wanted to install can lights, recess <laughs> lights into this room. It's not even a good dad joke. Dad jokes are, require some minimum level of funny and you fuck off. All right, you may be over there. There it know. is. Got it. Uh, so I've been <laughs> I've been delaying installing recessed lighting into this room because a there it's it's in a converted garage. So there's a ceiling and the sheetrock's already up, and I don't want to tear down drywall because I hate doing drywall more than anything in the world. I'd mow the lawn five times a day before I did any drywall. I hate it, but the attic has a floor. So I also don't want to tear huh? the attic above the ceiling. Has have, a floor. Has a floor. It's a finished attic. Well, fin- yeah, they put drywall up in the attic. They're assholes. But it's nice in that I can go up there and walk around and have storage. I have basically <laughs> a garage storage above the garage conversion. So I, I've just I've I've really been dreading this project because I knew it was gonna be such a pain in the ass to find the right dimension cans. There is a solution that I learned about while I was wandering through Lowe's. Solution. Canless recess lights. Did you know that was a thing? I do now. So there is a, such a thing as canless recess, recess lights. They're super affordable. I got a, a six pack for 134 money. The pack I got at Lowe's is adjustable brightness LEDs. And they're, it's just a disc, an LED disc with a little junction box. Junction box, super easy to wire. You run your power in, you're good to go. And then you, your disc has two springs, uh, two, two like springed flan, like hinges kind of 
locking bars on them that you compress and you put it up into your into your opening and they spring out and lock the light in place so no mounting no mounting huh you just cut your hole and you plug it in and you're good to go it is it is as easy as plugging in a lamp if you have a minimal knowledge of how to strip wires it was so incredibly easy and because they have their their adjustable light power because they're LEDs they can run the gamut from just your normal warm light to I'm going to do a murder in this room and I need to find every drop of blood so I don't get caught. <laughs> so I, the, if, if you're looking at installing recessed lights or you have a room that's kind of got a low ceiling and you're kind of tired of the KV feel, check out canless recessed lights. They're my, I'm, I'm enamored. You're, you're sold. Sold. Canless I, I, I thought about installing them in several other rooms of the house. <laughs> I was like, these are so fucking easy to install. I can just, I can just start plugging them everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, I don't need lamps. I don't need regular light fixtures anymore. I'm just gonna plug these in. It was I like it. terrifically easy. I like it. I like it. I've got another thing ready. Uh, it, it, true to form, I'm gonna bring. I'm, I'm gonna talk about a show, a, a show, a controversial show. Apparently, ah, uh, a controversial. So this is a show that's on the Amazon. Uh, is it on Amazon? Is it on HBO? I Amazon. You told me Amazon earlier, but I'm feeling HBO now at the same time. <laughs> what have you done? Uh, it's a show. It's a show. It's a show. It's a show with Al Pacino. Alpa. Is that is that? <laughs> did you just make that nickname up? Yeah. Okay. Good. Alpa. Yeah, it's got Alpa in it. Uh, it is Hunters. Hunters. So, uh, if if I didn't know that it was not. A Marvel Universe comic book oh. series. If I didn't know that it was not that, if you said this is a Nick Cage, Jessica Jones universe television show, I would believe you. If someone had told me that, I would, because it feels very much like, uh, Nick, uh not Nick Cage, uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, I I I knew where you were going. I didn't want to correct you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, it feels very. The, it feels very much like that. But this is a show that's executive produced by uh, Jordan Peele, who is phenomenal. It's a show about Nazi hunters. The hunters are hunting Nazis. They're hunting Nazis, like Inglorious Bastards. Uh, Similar to that, yes. In, in fact, so it's set in the 70s. It's set in the late 70s, I believe, in 77 or so. Um, it feels very modern. It's not very, it's not super period piece -y. Um, But there, there is some of that. There's great watches in this show. But it's just fun. It's just fun in the same way that though that that Luke Cage is fun, right? Or or I haven't watched that. Or perhaps Daredevil. It, it's it's More that. uh um fairly lighthearted. Uh, it, it's not overly serious, although it is dramatic. Uh, it, it's violent, very violent at times. Uh, it, it's gratuitous. It's gratuitous in a refined way. It's been very fun. Now, I will say, there's some controversy. Which you only recently learned of. And and taking from the perspective of feeling like it was Marvel University, I think it's totally reasonable that you didn't, that the controversy was totally lost. Because I think part of the controversy is that people aren't accepting that there's some artistic license taken here because it's a no. show. Yeah, there, there's and there is. So, so in... In telling this story, they are referring... <laughs> you can't take all the watches. No, I will. That's okay. <laughs> Andrew's got like five watches on his wrists. Are you planning, fully planning on walking out with all of these? Yeah, because between right now, when you're acknowledging this, and when I walk out the door, I will have donned a jacket and covered my arms. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you know, there has been some uh, feedback from... I understand the Holocaust or the Auschwitz Museum in Poland, uh, amongst other groups, feeling like they're they're a glorifying Nazis in a way that is that is inappropriate, uh, and, and b they are 
making events up, things that they say happened in the Holocaust that are dramatic. And I, I won't spoil I won't spoil the events, but there's some fairly dramatic, scary things that happen. And they're saying, this didn't really happen. And by this revisionist sort of telling of this non-story, you're you're doing something that's offensive. I won't comment on that because I don't have any strong feelings, and and I think that the show stands on its own, and that it is a work of fiction. Uh, it, it's clearly a work of fiction. Uh, so such that you thought it was part of the Marvel universe, right? <laughs> that's right. The, or not that I thought it was, but it, but it could be. But it very much, I would could ex- be. you would that you would accept that as the reality of the show. It is clearly not a retelling. It is clearly not based on actual events, as it were. I'm going to I'm going to watch it. I'm I'm just itching to de- dive deep into some controversy. It it's fun. I think you'll like it. I probably will. Yeah. I, I think you'll but, dig it. I, I personally the controversy I think is a non-controversy. Uh but with that said, there's a group that is feeling uh, th- there's a group that's an important group that's got a real say in the issue that's feeling like it is controversial and maybe even worse than that. So and something has, something to note. Has the ultimate, is the ultimate authority on deciding whether or not it is a controversy. Oh, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> perhaps. Uh, perhaps. So, It'll take some time because Sam started watching Step by Step on Hulu. What's that? Step by Step? Yeah, what, what's Step by Step? The 90s oh, Jesus. TV show. Step by yep. Step. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that show. That's been on at my house. Fantastic. Good thing I'm tired after work. I just fall asleep on the couch about eight. <laughs> Jesus. Step by Step. Yeah. Damn. You know what I didn't realize? Bring I didn't realize the, uh, the, the crossover of Steve Urkel between uh, Family Matters and Step by Step. I also didn't realize... I, so, because I... I in my head, I always felt like the like Steve Urkel was kind of a spinoff, and I'm I'm getting the music. <laughs> Andrew, you got anything else for today? No. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of Forty Bye-bye. and Twenty. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram at 40 and 20. We've had some fun Instagram interaction the last couple of days. Uh, I think we're probably going to do a Q&A episode episode coming up. So keep an eye on there because certainly that is where we will feed our cues. Uh, We'll give the A's by way of a show. Uh, but that's and photos. In, in, check your DMs. In the very very near future. Uh, Check us out on Patreon.com slash 40 and 20. That's where we get all the money for the show. That's where we get uh, microphones, hosting, etc., etc., Don't forget to tune back in next Thursday for another hour of watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Bye-bye.